Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I don't always get the chance to perform. I sing a little bit and play a little bit of guitar. And that's something I tr- I'm trying to get even better at. I took a big break on it when I became an adult and kind of talked myself out of it. Nah, man, grow up, <laughs> get a job oh, kind of no. person. Yeah. But I fell back in love with that kind of stuff this past mm-hmm. year, year and a half, where it's just, man, I've been depriving myself of the joys of music and the beauty of gonna play something and so you know i got back to writing got back to playing guitar and songwriting and i think it's no coincidence that you know bruce springsteen's music came into my life when i was making those decisions he's been a big influence on a lot of the writing and singing that i'm doing and stuff like that and i don't really think mine's going to go anywhere either than my room and my own enjoyment for myself and whatever friends want to come over. It's so cool to just see someone and be like, man, he was my age when he was doing this thing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson. Joining me is a fellow DFW resident. It is, he is um, just, we're on the other sides of the Metroplex. I'm to the west, he's to the east, but it's all DFW. Alec, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Jesse, thank you so much. I am so happy to be here. And like I was saying beforehand, I don't even know how I ran across you. I just saw Dallas DFW Bruce fan. And I was like, oh, I'd be on his show. <laughs> That's my I people. Love, that is sounds great. I am so happy. Uh, tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, sure. 
I'm 24 right now. I've been in, grew up in Texas my whole life, but spent a couple years in Oklahoma City a few years back and uh, have always had a big interest in music. I'm very lucky that it's always been a part of my life. My dad was a drummer for a long time and uh, my mom always had music, different cassettes in the cars and all that. And it's just always been such a love of mine. And through my love, I've found all these different avenues, all these different artists, all this other stuff. And uh, that leads us to the music of <laughs> the man we're talking about today, Bruce Springsteen. Absolutely. Where, um, yeah, no, it's so cool. The you... song that I have the earliest memories of is from okay. my mother. Okay, who, tell um, me that. The Streets of Philadelphia was... Okay. I don't know whether it was the movie or the song or whatever it was, but something about that was probably the Bruce song I heard the most growing up before I actively sought out his music. Okay. But such a great song. And, you know, um, some of those lyrics on that, I grew into and grew up and was like, oh, wow, that is, that cuts. <laughs> that is some deep stuff reflection in the mirror didn't know my own name kind of stuff yeah so i want to go back just a minute you mentioned your dad was a drummer your mom into music what kind of music did they listen to? what what did you grow up listening to yeah for sure we always had the radio on so a lot of 2000s era radio hits are just in my dna okay. a lot of outcast a lot of a lot of Little Wayne, a lot of that stuff is just, I couldn't tell you the first time I heard it, it's just <laughs> injected in my DNA, but what's my parents. Yeah, what station did you guys listen to? Oh, gosh. That, I, my dad was in the car. It was okay, always so I didn't know Kiss if FM you, stuff. Yeah, that, okay, get it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh, we listened to, oh, that that's a hard one. I'm trying to remember the, um, the numbers but kiss fm makes sense right yeah the kiss fm and then all the presets like i remember just one to (laughs) one was like kiss fm two was the modern stuff three was one thing or another four was something but um yeah that was cool my dad even though he was a drummer he never really actively played a lot of music around us it was just always what was on the radio okay so it was really on my mother who had the cassettes and cds and her music collection that i got to really dig into and her favorite artist was a little man called prince yeah fantastic musician a lot of that music is the same as some of those early 2000s where it's just embedded in me sometimes i'll i would hum a melody and i would think i came up with that melody Mm-hmm. But then, you know, when I was a teenager and branching out more into music and I sought out like prints on my own, I was like, oh, wait a sec. I'm not the genius here. <laughs> I, bit that. <laughs> I bit that melody from Little Red Corvette or The Beautiful Ones or something like that. But uh, a lot of prints growing up. That is awesome. So you mentioned the streets of Philadelphia is the first conscious, you know, awareness of Bruce. but when did you discover him and his music and what about it spoke to you? Yeah, for sure. Gosh, I would say 
I'm a really big fan of musicians and artists that have just okay. huge discographies. That's okay. always been something like, like Prince, you know, 39 albums, tons of bootlegs and outtakes, live performances. And uh, I mentioned him earlier, Little Wayne, someone I grew up on his music and his lyrics and stuff. He had tons of mixtapes, tons of albums. And Young Thug, Paul McCartney, I love just diving into almost every single recorded bit of an artist. Mm -hmm. And I knew Bruce Springsteen had a reputation for being another artist who does tons of live shows. And you're going to want to hear not just one live show, you're going to hear a lot of these. He had tons of outtakes, tons of albums. So he was always on my radar to really give a good listen to, but... I started a overnight job in Oklahoma City. It was right when I moved there. This was 2019 is when I got really, really into Bruce Springsteen. And I just decided this is the next mountain to climb. I want to listen to every album he's done. Okay. And come back to my favorites and all that. And I think the Western Stars album was just about to come out. Yeah, that sounds about um, right. Yeah. Yes. Hello, Sunshine. That single kind of came out and I heard it somewhere. I don't really recall where, but that was the idea. Okay, I'm starting a new job that was a very solitude job. It wasn't one where I talked or I didn't interact with clients or even really many coworkers. So I was like, I'm going to have all this time to myself. This is the next mountain I'll climb. And I, I think that first night I went from greetings all the way to Tunnel of Love. So I got <laughs> from the 70s and the 80s down. And um, there had been songs I'd heard before just because half that Born in the USA album is just on constant rotation. Yeah, in the exactly. Radio. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, Born to Run and Thunder Road, Hungry Heart, like yeah. songs I'd always hear in the background and stuff. But gosh, there were so many moments where I was just in awe. And Nebraska, I remember that first night listening to Nebraska and just like shaking. I was like, oh gosh, I guess maybe it was the tone of it was so different. It felt so lo-fi and the storytelling was crazy. But that first night, I the only song I ran back again because I wanted to hear it again was Highway Patrol Man. I think just the message of being the brother that has to look out for the other brother and pulling them out of their own BS and all this other kind of stuff really spoke to me as I have two brothers and sometimes we get each <laughs> we get into messes and we got to pull one another out of it so that was a really intriguing story and that was a cool night I enjoyed listening to all that again and then I just picked out my favorites from then and and then it, Every once in a while, I'll get in the kick where it's like, okay, I really want to dig in a tunnel of love and I'll listen to tunnel of love like 10 times in two weeks, or I'll really want to listen to the rising and I'll listen to the rising 10 times in two weeks. So I'll eventually get to where I feel like <laughs> I'm engulfed in every album. But right now I'd say I've had that experience like maybe half of the records. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. 
Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You know, what I think interesting, Alec, is that you're one of the first guests that talks about Western stars as something that's pulling them into Bruce and to want to explore. And I think that's got to be very interesting because it's very different than like you've heard Western stars and then you start at greetings and you go, wow, this guy keeps changing. I think Western stars in Nebraska have a lot in common, not musically because Western stars is so lush, but as far as a collection of short stories, it feels both of them are that way. Yeah. What do you I, think? I, I agree with that. And that's probably why Nebraska was that first album that really Nebraska and Tunnel of Love were the two that really stuck out to me yeah and maybe just the thematic elements of them they they both told stories and um, a lot of Bruce stuff tells stories but they were stories that at least to me I was very akin to at the time I was really able to digest them at the time Mm -hmm. the other stuff they were lush and big and grand productions which not saying that tunnel of love or western stars isn't but there was some simpler elements to the storytelling and uh, what a song meant and what it was about where i had to go back and dig through the others to really find the jewels that stood out immediately which when i did dig back gosh that second side of east street shuffle <laughs> with yeah. the incident to incident 57th street to rosalita to yeah. new york city serenade oh when i came back to that just 
killed me. That was such a great suite of just every emotion <laughs> yeah. going off of my body. Everything in my brain was like, oh, oh this is the man right here. <laughs> Good. Uh, so he just was here in Dallas. Did you get to go see him? I did. And this is my very first Bruce Springsteen show. Talk to I me a little bit him. about it. Oh, man, it was really cool. I was very much looking forward to it. I've listened to quite a few of the live recordings. Yeah. I bought the 78 box set when that came out. Had a lot of fun with that. I Great workout music, too, if you just want to get your heart rate. Sure. <laughs> heart rate beating. So those are always fun to have on walks and running and whatever kind of exercises I'm doing. Had it was you... a really cool experience. The set list was really cool. Gosh, going from Candy's room to Kitty's back was such an amazing show. Yeah, I agree. I I loved, I was not a big fan of Kitty's back in the past, and seeing it live changed my opinion. I was like, oh, this, this is really cool. Had you spent a lot of time listening to Letter to You and and then only the strongs did you were you happy to hear those songs oh we've lost you that's okay now you're back oh, no. No, okay no, you're I'm back. sorry about that <laughs> no that's okay so i was telling you that i agree with you on kitty's back right that was a highlight for me and so had you spent some time Tell me what you thought of Letter to You and how did you feel about getting those songs live? Yeah, Letter to You was, I, I enjoyed that album a lot. It took me a bit more to dig into just where I was at in my life. I was more busy. Sure. And, um, I also made, I don't know if it's a mistake, but I'm usually more of an audio person when I want to listen to music, but I did watch the movie before I listened to the album. Yeah. And, um, and I think my mind was just somewhere else. And I didn't really connect with it that much. But when I came back to Letter to You, and I think there's more stuff I need to come back to, I really enjoyed it. And I liked, I loved a lot of the reinterpretations of some of his older songs. Yeah. If I was the priest, and especially um, Janie Needs a Shooter, is one yeah. of my favorite songs he does. So it was really cool seeing someone go back to things he was writing when he was my age and performing when he was my age. And then all those years later, they have some kind of semblance or meaning or he, or they're almost like conquest. Dang, I never finished that one. Let me do this one right now. You know, so yeah. it, it was a cool experience. And I, I'm just in awe when I watch him perform live. And it's yeah. so cool. There's been a, I don't want to beat up this too much, there's been a little on social media about the set list not changing and everything, but I keep reminding people that every show is someone's first show, and oh, you're yeah. a fine example of that. And it sounds like you enjoyed the night just totally. Oh, yeah. Every single bit. My friend that was right with me the whole time is an encyclopedia of Springsteen knowledge. Okay. So it was really fun just geeking out with him having a geek out buddy and we got back in the car and dude was like man now i've heard every song off born to run except meeting across the river He's yeah. like, that's the one i need to hear now 
Oh, and um, all this. Yeah, he was just shouting all these statistics. This was the first time Detroit Medley got pay, played on tour, apparently, which yeah. is really cool. We got it to have a premiere. Yeah. So it was fun getting to geek out and getting to connect with a friend. And then just, I'm always in awe of just musicians that are in such good control of their bands and their audience. And that's something I don't always get the chance to perform. I sing a little bit and play a little bit of guitar. And that's something I'm trying to get even better at. I took a big break on it when I became an adult and kind of talked myself out of it. Nah, man, grow up, (laughs) get a job kind of person. But I fell back in love with that kind of stuff this past mm-hmm. year, year and a half, where it's just, man, I've been depriving myself of the joys of music and the beauty of getting to play something. And so, you know, I got back to writing, got back to playing guitar and songwriting. And I think it's no coincidence that, you know, Bruce Springsteen's music came into my life when I was making those decisions. He's been a big influence on a lot of things writing and singing that I'm doing and stuff like that. And uh, I don't really think mine's going to go anywhere either than my room and my own enjoyment for myself and whatever friends want to come over. It's so cool to just see someone and be like, man, he was my age when he was doing this thing. Yeah. He was my age when he was (laughs) this kind of compared myself to him in one way or another and um of course also getting to play a bit of his music too which uh, i've got maybe about four bruce springsteen songs i'm pretty decent at doing my little acoustic renditions of so i'm happy which which ones do you break out what are if you're doing your mini springsteen's what what are you playing alec yeah i got you all right if i'm breaking it out Brilliant Disguise, I'm playing that one. I'm playing Atlantic City. I'm going to go a little bit deeper now. I'm going to play Bobby Jean. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> I'm going to play one of my favorites that a lot of people don't like, and I get it, but I I love it, is Mary Queen of Arkansas. <laughs> oh, that, that is unusual. Very yeah. nice. Yeah, no, I actually just learned Mary Queen of Arkansas, maybe three days ago and I've been every day just trying to get it a little bit better I finally was like let me just look up the, the yeah. chords and tabs and all that and getting to mess around with that one's really fun and especially like I was saying he was about my age when he went to audition with Mary Queens of Arkansas was one of the mm-hmm. few songs he brought over to audition with so it's That's- cool it's, it's fun that's very cool. And by the way, I appreciate the fact that you're giving up watching the Mavs tonight to talk to me. I see you're a Mavs <laughs> fan. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So one of the things that you mentioned is in your note you sent to me is you did talk about your love of Prince and you've covered on that. You got that from your mom and you wanted to talk a little bit about the similarities. It's, Expand on that a little bit, Alec. Yeah, sure. I remember my mom was a big Prince fan, of course, and I became an even bigger Prince fan than her because I'm just a bit more 
I guess, in tune with the internet and music in general and all that. So I got all kinds of interviews, all kinds of songs and unreleased recordings and all that great stuff. But um, I remember Prince was the guest on The View and uh, they were talking about his live performances and they're like, Prince, you change up the set list constantly and your band is so tight and on a whim, sometimes you'll be like, whisper to them, let's do this one. And they have to do it. It's like, how did you, how does someone do that? And he brought up that one of the band leaders he admires is Bruce Springsteen. And he was, he'd seen him do that. And he'd see the looks he'd give the stage, give his band members. And that was something that always impressed him. And he mentioned James Brown as another great band leader, which I've, love music and i'd probably <laughs> prince bruce and james brown to me are probably the three greatest live yeah. performers in my humble opinion just the way they can direct a band and their set lists and the way they can give them different cues and i love watching these great live performers too because you can see if you know you're paying attention know what to look for the different hand signals sometimes they'll throw right. up and it'll be like all right keep it going for another eight bars or Mm-hmm. okay that means you take a solo you take a solo kind of deal like that no show is ever exactly the same yeah i know so that was really cool yeah his his set list is, is static right now but i think he's telling a story i think he specifically is wanting to talk about meeting mortality and seeing the beginnings yet still having a lot of joy in your life if I remember correct, Prince also said something about, he said, learn from the best, right? Like, oh, I yeah. think that was the last thing he said in that. Discussion. I remember being very impressed that after he had passed, and then it it was amazing when the band came out all with wearing some kind of purple oh, yeah. and did that purple rain. It just, it gave me chills. Yeah, it was so good. Mm-hmm. Just the amount of respect that they'd shown each other throughout their careers. Yeah. I know Bruce talked a lot about it after Prince died. And now anytime he saw Prince, that made him want to go back to the drawing board and mm-hmm. rearrange his thing. Um, I remember in a Rolling Stone interview, Prince was talking about Bruce Springsteen. And the interviewer described it as, I'm probably paraphrasing a bit, but as a general that's observing the other person's army yeah it's like just two generals with just great respect for one another that even though they weren't doing the same thing their music could be very far apart they were just both so great with it and so prolific with it yeah do is there and this is going to be hard to pick but were there highlights on the show that Friday night that, you know, really struck out to you? I'm sure you loved everything, but was there anything specifically that you go, man, that was awesome? Oh, um, something I did notice, of course, we didn't, sadly, didn't get little Steven. Yes, I was going to. our show. Yeah, or Susie, yes. And it yes. Was, yeah, and Susie's one of my favorites, so I was sad about that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah it was funny though little steven covid susie COVID. <laughs> and of course i was in austin 
I was in Houston when he said Jake is at the Four Seasons eating burgers and watching pornographic movies, which I just <laughs> loved. So yeah, it it shows, I think, the band's ability to be virtual, to be oh yeah versatile, right? That that shuffling people around like a baseball player with a lineup even it just tells you a lot about how good he is yeah no it was so cool and then uh, something that really stuck out to me is bruce took over a lot of the guitar solos yes i don't know the set list a lot but to me i was like oh he's soloing a lot more than i expected him to yes and he was doing fantastic on the solos he was breaking out some really cool solos and uh, that was a highlight just getting to see him play as much guitar as he did yeah you know what i thought is i had a guest a couple years ago that talked about that in a lot of ways bruce is doesn't get as much even though he gets tons of acclaim but you think about it he is a dynamic performer he has a fantastic voice. He is a great writer. He is a great guitarist. He really is the full package. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I, he's definitely someone I aspire. Yeah. Uh, when I think of music, he's one of the big names of just art yeah. to me. When I think of art, Springsteen, yeah. Prince, a lot of these guys that I think are the embodiments of art and being able to, in almost an uncompromising way a lot of times too, both people that really seem to pave their own way and when they had struggles with either an industry or the way they wanted to do something, they just kept at their craft and got so good that no one could tell them no again. Yeah. And that's so cool. Yeah. Obviously, you loved hearing everything, but if you had a couple of wish lists, was there songs you wish you could have gotten if if he said, okay, go ahead, you got one, What is there one you would have picked? Ooh, I got, I think I have two answers for this one. Okay, good. My number one one is a regret because I wanted to go to Tulsa to see the next show, but yeah. I had some events in my life that prevented me from that. But in Tulsa, he debuted Bobby Jean. And I was like, dang it, that would have been such dang, a cool that, one to see. That is yeah. one of my favorite songs. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, I had tickets for Tulsa COVID. No, and, no. And I had to miss it, yes. Yeah, and I have seen Bobby Jean, but I'm always happy with it. I just love... I love when he sings that, and it's just, it's always just something special. So, yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah, that's a great one. Man, I know this one takes a while, and I don't know if, I guess, what the general fan base's opinion of this song is, but I'm always just, it's always constantly still something that's happening every day and still relevant is American skin, 41 yeah. shots. I like it. it and that one 
cuts it is so good yeah and uh, i love that version on the live from new york album that's, yeah. that's the one i have in rotation a lot of the yeah. times and uh, i it's one of those songs that if it comes on and i have the ability to i will make everything else quiet you know, a lot of times, sometimes I'll have music on the background while I'm watching TV or something. But no, if 41 Shots comes on, I'm either going to have to make everything quiet or skip it because I just think it's that kind of song that just demands my attention like that. So. That's awesome. Well done. So what's next for you? What Are you planning to keep on writing and keep playing music? Is, is that kind of what you've got in your heart? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a try to get <laughs> more into it. I've got in the other room. I got basic studio equipment that I have no idea how to operate. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna have a lot of fun, uh, trialing and airing just how to record myself in different ways. I have a couple friends who also do music that okay. might see a bit of collaborations with. We'll go ahead and see, but any just being able to play every day. I buy you know, a cheap, cheapy DB guitar. Mm -hmm. I bring it to work every day. And during my lunch break, I just practice. And it is such a clear of my mind. It's such a great, just something to look forward to at work. Yeah. Plus I feel like I'm productive. Plus it's something I enjoy. Yeah. And when I finally get something that sounds decent, I'm really proud of myself. So I, I, just so sad it's taken me this long to realize how cool it is to continue with music and continue with writing and this other kind of stuff well, so, so i think there'll be a bit more of that in my future good for you because uh, alec i i will turn 64 this year and i've never taken time to learn the guitar and, and i know it's not too late but i go back gosh if i had been 24 think of all the years of enjoyment i could have had good for you stick with it yeah, thank you. Thank you. Any other stories you want to share? Anything else you want to expand on or talk about? Yeah, sure. I want to give a big shout out. There is some of the, I've been around, I'm not super active on social medias or message boards and stuff like that, yeah. but uh, I, I peek in time from time. Okay. But there are so many smart Gen Z Bruce Springsteen fans. It blows my mind. <laughs> I get online and some of the most, I don't know if it's just because they're of my demographic, but some of the best writing about Springsteen or coolest picks or funnest yeah. accounts about him are from these Gen Z fans. So that is a big shout out to all the Gen Z Bruce Springsteen fans. We're keeping it going. We're keeping it healthy and alive. And that's just so cool to me that there's so many of us that just enjoy this music so much. I'm so glad you said that because I agree. I've talked about this on the podcast that it would be very easy for me to fill up all my guests with old white guys because I'm an old white guy. A lot of Bruce Springsteen fans are old white guys and there's nothing wrong. I love my guest, but it, I, beginning of 2022, I decided I wanted to make a point of trying to get younger fans 
fans of that either are female or identify as female or even non-gender to get different perspectives. And I've been lucky enough to get multiple fans that are like yourself, under 25, under 26, that this is their first chance to see Bruce live, that this is some of them got it from their parents. Others found him on his own. I have Bella's a little bit older than this, but Bella discovered Bruce Springsteen because of Streets of Philadelphia. She heard that song and she is, she's gay and she's, they're talking about something that is important to me. And so I think said it is, I feel a lot better and this is sounds overly important and I don't mean it that way, but I, I like to think of that the Springsteen fandom is in good shape and that the next generation is taking that music making it their own, finding it their way, and will keep his legacy going for your generation and your children and your grandchildren. Yeah, hey, that's definitely the goal. I'm, along with playing a lot of my favorites from this day and age, I'm yeah. definitely going to be spinning Bruce Springsteen to Very people nice. all the time. When I'm in the mood, people get in my car and I'm the one driving. It's, it's my music that's playing. Absolutely. I yeah, love yeah. that. That is right. Please. If the river's playing. We'll keep it going. We're going to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. We got to go around the block. We can't stop while this one's on. <laughs> Alec, any of your buddy who's the statistics, send them my way. I'd love to talk to him. Any of your friends, anything in social media, um, you know, I'll be putting this out. It'll be about in about a month. And so when you post it on your different social media channels, please let your friends know, hey, Jesse would love to talk to you. So this has been a blast. Yeah, it's been so cool. If well, there's you've... anything I can do for you, my friend. Um, oh, absolutely. I, I love talking shop. <laughs> yeah, well, and and I want to, I haven't figured out how to do it yet, but I would love, there. I've got about five to ten people that have been on the podcast that all are in DFW. And so I'm like trying to figure out, okay, like can we get like a Saturday afternoon, find a central barbecue or Tex-Mex place and do a, hey, set less thing, you know, round table just to meet and talk. Oh, uh, wow. we, That'd be fun. We, we did that. We ended up having about 12 or 15 people go to Blinded by the Light that we all, oh, yeah. that was fun. So, yeah, I got to do that again. I'm making note of that for this summer. All right. Um, we end every podcast with the Mary question. So if you are a friend of Alex or his family member, and this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, thank you for listening. Jay Armstrong, who is an honors English teacher in the Philadelphia area, he was, he would, when he was teaching, he would take the song Thunder Road, break it apart as a poem, have his high school seniors study it, look at the lyrics, talk about the themes, explore it. And then at the end of the two days, he would ask his class this question, does Mary get in the car? So, Mr. Raina, that is your question. Does Mary get in the car at the end of Thunder Road? 
Oh, wow. That great question. First of all, the answer that I hope is that she gets in the car. Okay. That's just the more pretty story. That's the wrap it in a nice bow kind of thing where she gets to have those experiences. She gets to go somewhere new, somewhere that she doesn't feel as constrained and all this other stuff. Thunder Road and um, Born to Run, to me, those are big songs about almost having this desire there's something better awaiting behind another door but you need to put forth the effort and put forth the bravery and all this stuff to get to that next place see if things are better in one way or another and um, gosh I would really like to think (laughs) that Mary got in the car and um, got to have new experiences I guess maybe the more I don't know if nerdy is the right way, but the more theoretical way is I can point to the promise and be like, oh, in that song, it looks like Thunder Road was a facade in a way. The promise was broken. Yes. And, uh, and that, which could mean she got in there and she couldn't find anything better than what was back home or she got there and didn't dig deep enough to improve her situation or to find a new joy or a new one thing or another so that's a great question and uh, i will say though (laughs) to bring it to another one of my favorite interpretation stuff like that for me if hold me so damn tight love me so damn loose kind of deal (laughs) i'm like it's unrequited in a way it's confused i don't I, I see that as two confused individuals and Bruce really wants Mary to go to the next place with her, with him and follow him and they can start this new life. But to me, that's, that Mary has a bit more hesitancy to it. And I don't know if bravery is really the right kind of answer, like maybe in Mary from Thunder Road. <laughs> well, a little, little bit of a push to get in that car. No, I think that's good. One of the things that when Jay originally asked this question and he talks about with his class is that making a decision is hard. It, you, and and it is easier to not make a decision, right? A body at rest stays at rest. The body at motion stays at motion. And the idea that does she have the courage to take that step and go into the front seat? 60% of my audience says yes, she gets in the car, but 40% say no. So it is not, it's almost half half. So, yeah. So, good answer, my friend. Good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Good answer by not firmly placing myself in one camp or another. (laughs) My heart says yes. But if I were Mary, I know the kind of person I am, and I feel like I would stay at home. <laughs> but I'm growing to be more adventurous. I'm Good growing as a person. Maybe Good. in a couple of more years, Bruce could convince me <laughs> to go that in the better road. But for sounds now, I'll be a homebody. Okay. So if someone wants to reach you, you're on social media, tell them how. Yeah. AlecRaina98 is my handle on pretty much everything. Okay. I'm on there. I'm happy to chat with whoever i'm not the most active but hey 
we're going to have a good time. Sounds good. My friend, thank you. This was wonderful. I had so much fun. We will figure out a way to do a roundtable sometime this summer. And uh, let's stay in touch. And uh, I, I look forward to talking to you in the future. Listeners, go be safe, be kind, and we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Yeah, love one another. Thank you so much, Jesse. There we go. Another episode. I'm about to go through a couple of things where you can reach me and give me feedback. Um, so if you want to skip this, I understand. But I do hope you check it out every once in a while. I'm available on Twitter at Jesse Jackson DFW. The show is available at SetLustingBruce. You can send me an email, setlustingbruce at gmail.com. You can send me a voicemail at 469-249-2442. I am currently doing a few other podcasts, Perfectly Good Podcast, John Hyatt from A to Z, where Sylvan Groth and I discuss every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order. My Babylon 5 podcast is Last Best Hope for Conversation, where Lou, Karen, and I discuss every episode of Babylon 5 in chronological order. I still am doing Next Stop Everywhere, the Doctor Who podcast with my brother in time, Charles Skaggs. And then finally, How Many Podcasts, the only podcast on the internet that counts, where my buddies and I discuss pop culture. You can go to our Patreon page and support the podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can go to our Facebook page, like, and please, please go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcast and leave a five-star rating and review for all of the podcasts that I'm doing. It's okay if you don't listen to them, but if you subscribe and rate, it really will make my day better. Thank you, and I will talk to you soon. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, said Listening Bruce. The theme for Set Listening Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.